Welcome to the Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness podcast. You'll be joining Smiling Sonia on her daily morning walk. She shares information and personal insights into her own journey managing flare-ups of her condition, Molloray's meningitis. Good morning. Smiling Sonia here. It's Wednesday the 16th of September 2020. Just before I start, there are so many birthdays this month. (laughs) So many birthdays. (laughs) Anyway, uh, just a quick report in. I, I yesterday when I woke up I had a headache and I had to take painkillers and thought yes this mirrors last week the day after working. When I got home had some breakfast. I said to my son that I think I'm going to take a nap this afternoon. I'll just have something against taking naps in the afternoon. And I was looking outside my garden, and as I came back from my walk, I saw my front garden. And the grass needs cutting. And it's that time of year that it's going to start getting dark, and wet and in previous years I've hated sort of going through the autumn winter months when I haven't managed to cut the grass and so I decided to cut the grass (laughs) I'm using a strimmer so I'm not using a big mower that I'm pushing backwards and forwards and I thought I'll just it won't take too long. I'll just take my time and I'll cut the back and the front. And the good thing is, because I've, I've not been consistent just because of energy-wise, but because I have done some stuff, it wasn't a big job. It wasn't a lot, but I just needed cutting back a bit. And so I did that. I did the grass in the back and then I did lawn in the front and I was really sweating I I sat down and I was shaking and I sort of I thought oh my gosh um, I'm just really shaking I'm pleased I did it but I had this dialogue in my head uh, this dialogue in my head that it was okay for me to stop (laughs) yeah I'm tired I'm shaking and I'm thinking more needs to be done (laughs) and I'm having to give myself permission that it's okay to stop that look I've completed a task that I wanted to do and now it's done it's done for the winter 
and that's all right. Wow. So I'm pleased anyway that I woke up this morning without a headache. I, I didn't really get into anything yesterday afternoon. I, I didn't have the mental energy or the physical energy to do anything, which is probably good. So I did give myself a proper rest. Although I did have an appointment with the financial planner. Yeah, so what do I want to talk about today? I'll, I'll give you a little bit of feedback about my the financial plan and some thoughts in my head. And uh, there's something else I want to talk about that uh, my coach said. So I'm saying that, so hopefully I remember that. I had so many ideas this morning as I was brushing my teeth as to what I wanted to talk about. And different ideas, because I was looking at some stuff on my phone before I got out of bed. And I had all these different ideas. And what tends to happen is I come out and and then I start talking. And it's whatever <laughs> I remember. But it's a financial planner and what my coach said. So I I had a conversation with a financial planner yesterday. One of those, what they call 15-minute free consultation. They're discovery sessions. And where they say, uh, by the end of it, we'll work out whether or not we can work together. Uh, And it's it's a common thing, and it's something that I've learned to do (laughs) as well on the other end when looking when promoting something that you want to sell so he's got a service that he wants to sell and obviously the conversation with me is an opportunity for him to listen to what I want really what I want and need and then to be able to say whether or not his business can help me. Uh, he was late. <laughs> he was about six minutes late, but that's okay. And so, it was, you know, and people are a little bit flustered, aren't they, when they're a bit late? Because you're sort of you're sitting there waiting, and then you're thinking, "Have I got the?" I was thinking, "Have I got the day wrong?" I'm looking in my diary. I've written it for twelve o'clock, but maybe I've got it wrong. But it was all right. He rang. And I've got to share information about my my finances to a complete stranger. But obviously I'm looking for a financial planner. Now I had a a figure in my head as to how much I may need the service might, might cost. There's nothing on this site to say how much the cost was. And it it was a I went to a workshop last week, online workshop, and there were different people, obviously, talking about their businesses. And I'd spoken to a divorce strategist last week, and she recommended him. So it's come through recommendation through a Facebook um, 
group that I'm in. And I like the idea of sort of having a sort of a plan in terms of where I am in my life at the moment. So I had this idea of how much it might cost, which is outside my comfort zone, (laughs) is outside my comfort zone, but I felt um, would be, um, I would be willing to pay for the service and for some, just having the knowledge really. So I had the conversation, shared some information, and from the information as well, I got some questions answered, uh, some things that I had in my head, and I thought, okay, that's useful information. Then he said the cost at the end, which was £250 more than the figure I had in my head. And uh, okay, so obviously it's got sense through some information, and then obviously I make a decision as to whether I go ahead. And and it tapped into uh, the fact that I don't not wanting to spend money. <laughs> I've got into the habit of saving. That I do find it difficult to part with money and I think I always have but when I've been in relationships and the other people have been spenders (laughs) it's been a bit of a struggle and now it's just been me it's been right great I can just flow with who I am and you know live frugally etc and it just really suits me and I'm willing to pay I'm willing to pay for something that I see that there's some value and that I'm getting something. So it's not that I'm not willing to part with money, but I really do need, really do need to feel that actually I am going to get some value, especially if it's a higher figure. And so I was grappling yesterday with am I willing to pay this sum and what will I get for it? So I haven't made a decision yet. However... It got me thinking about a number of things. It got me revisiting um, some things yesterday. And so I was re-looking at my financial stuff and um, messing around with maths. And even my son, the two of us, were crunching some numbers and uh, remembering how to do um, percentages. I loved maths at school. And my, my son loves maths, so we were sort of like working out some things so that was that was fun actually and it has led to me actually looking into something that then allowed me that I'm going to make a couple of phone calls today because there's some information that I thought I had that was correct that might not be and that might change some things in terms of my options so it was a useful conversation um, anyway. It was useful because it put me outside my comfort zone. And then when I'm put outside my comfort zone, it then pushes me to kind of think about, well, what are there alternatives? What are my options? And to stretch myself even more. And that's when I usually 
sort of like then look at something that maybe I hadn't looked at before or look at something again from a different way. I'm very much a researcher and then see something that I'd missed before <laughs> and then it takes me on a, a, a different tangent again or back to something that I thought that I, I couldn't do. So that part of things are exciting, is exciting. And, uh, and as I said, uh, what, uh, interesting, I reached out to a friend and sort of said, this is what happened and this was the cost and this is what I was hoping it was going to be. And my friend said, oh, well, couldn't you use your emergency fund? It's interesting, isn't it? Couldn't you use your emergency fund? You know, that, that extra 250 take that out of your emergency fund my response immediately was it's not an emergency and again I have got so disciplined in what to me is an emergency and what isn't now it may be that um, there are other funds because I have sinking funds, you know, so I have money that I put aside for the car insurance, I have, I have a home maintenance fund, I have a car maintenance fund, I have fund car tax, I've got, I have a, an, an app on my phone, Chip, it's one of these banking apps, and it's making, it's making automatic savings for me. I wasn't planning to talk about this. See what, see what happens. <laughs> uh, so I have a, a, an app on my phone and it automatically takes money out of my account every X amount of days. So it's not monthly, it's every X amount of days. And it kind of works out how much it can take. And I've, there's this sort of, it's that pot it's built it's divided into three pots or that fund is divided into three pots and one is car one is Canada where my brother is and one is laptop <laughs> and I might as well explain so I bought a car last year cash okay not expensive but cash and I think it was the first time I've ever, I'd ever bought a car uh, for cash. The car I had before, I had bought for my, my daughter, but I was paying it off in instalments. But I had, because I've been saving so diligently, I had the cash for the car that I'd budgeted and I bought this car. And straight away, I started a car fund. <laughs> so I decided that at some point I'm going to, because I know I'm going to have to replace my car at some point. And I want to be able to, if I part exchange, say, if that's possible, then I want to be able to buy a more expensive car and use this car as long as you know that's the best 
it's an art Leo, isn't it? So I have I've set a figure for the amount that I actually paid for this car, but knowing that actually I will have that, and then if I have any extra, I'll be able to upgrade a bit. So I've got a car fund, and I've got a laptop fund because my laptop really is on its last legs. And I'm squeezing the last bit of life out of it for the moment. And so I've set a figure that I'm willing to buy a laptop for. And because laptops I've had before, I've always bought reconditioned. So I've got that figure. And Canada. My brother has been in Canada for over 10 years. I've been promising each year to go and visit him. I have an excuse this year. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, for obviously for a few years, it's I'm in the middle of a divorce, blah, 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 blah. But I thought, no, start putting, even if it's £10 a month, that's something. So it's it's a fund, and I've just worked. It's just I think forty percent, forty percent, twenty percent. So it's just and then so the money goes in. It's split between those three pots, and you kind of just forget about it. Now, I did think, actually, in one of those pots, I could take some money and put towards. Uh, this this um yeah this figure that is outside my comfort zone. So there are options there, and so I haven't made a decision yet. And and I am somebody that likes to think and look at a few things, and then I will make the decision. So yeah, so and. That, I think that may link in with what I want to just touch on, really. Something that my coach and mentor said. So, I was talking yesterday about sort of having a side hustle. And it is my desire to have a, a sort of a side project that at some point... Uh, can bring in some income for me and you know an interest something I'm passionate about something outside of work my day job that keeps my interest and you know coming up towards retirement that maybe uh, I will still be doing and in the field of helping people uh training etc so I'm very fortunate to have a coach and mentor at the moment that's helping me to do that and there's a small group of us uh, uh, there's we have a whatsapp group and there's about four of us in the group and we're encouraged really to on a day-to-day basis to share our progress, our wins. And one of the group yesterday 
um, posted in the WhatsApp group that they've been unwell and uh, not good morning, not had time, not been able to make progress. And as people sort of say, oh, you know, I'm sorry you're ill, which is what we tend to say, isn't it? Uh, our coach <laughs> says, said, wrote, close the open loops and dirty hands. Close the open loops and dirty hands. And that will speed up your recovery. Yeah, so that's what we're saying. Close loops, open, um, close loops, open loops, and dirty hands to get well soon. And I read that and I thought, oh, because he had spoken to this about us, uh, spoken about this in one of our mastermind sessions, and he gave an explanation about it and I came away and I thought about my own situation because you know I've been unwell I've I had a recent attack of bowel meningitis and we're in the middle of a pandemic and where the big biggest thing is washing your hands because that's you know how the infection is transferred. And on returning to work, I have, it's not a sudden hit, because I've spoken about this, but what I've been hit with is how the demands, the demands is what's actually the stressor. The demands being that there's just far too much work and I know that this is a situation in, in many many companies not enough staff limited resources and you're you're trying to do the best you can but there's always stuff that you that doesn't get done and I was explaining to colleagues and I think I've explained here that whilst I was able to put work aside and not do it because I just didn't have time. That work was still there in my head telling me that it's not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm an open loop. I'm an open loop. And my desire to close, my, my desire, I still had constant desire to get that work done, but I couldn't. I accepted that I couldn't get the work done but still want, want to get that work done. And we have this thing, we have open loops, we want to close them. And I could see that in my personal life as well. Because in my personal life, I have a lot of open loops. <laughs> Uh, I, I talk about if I go around the house and uh, when my house used to be really cluttered and untidy, I used to really struggle because I, the stuff, I wanted the stuff to be put away. And, and f 
for a time I was I felt like it was I was the only one doing it and you can get quite frustrated and resentful and I walked into the kitchen this morning and looked around and it's like I have this I, love, I breathe in it's like because my son has got into this lovely habit of clearing the kitchen cleaning the sink and so when I come down each morning I see this clear kitchen and it makes such a difference when it's unclear and the washing up's not done it's an open loop when there's stuff not put away in the rooms or there's stuff on the floor they're open loops my divorce is an open loop at the moment the house is an open loop at the moment (laughs) and these cause stresses these are stresses that make you ill (laughs) I believe they make you physically ill and put that together with dirty hands okay because when you're stressed you're stressed the stress hormones and so the stress hormones I'm trying to remember what the stress hormones are but I don't need to remember the stress hormones because you can always go and look up what they are but um, the stress hormones going around your body chemicals and the chemicals they harm they harm your body physically and so it's not surprising that we get physically ill and I can see when we have open loops and we're worrying we're anxious you know and and those hormones are whizzing through our bodies it it, it reduce reduces your immune system so your immune system is compromised dirty hands <laughs> infections can get in okay or if you're in a situation like me then you have you have a a virus in your body that is just dormant and waiting waiting for the body to be under stress for those stress hormones to be going around the immune system to lower and then it activates (laughs) okay so mine isn't necessarily about uh, an, an external infection but you get what I mean that was interesting because when I when I, I read that it just it just rang in my head rang in my head and just before I got ill this time in, in July For the two or three months preceding that, I was on a bit of a mission. And if I if I were to re-listen to my audio journal during those three months, I was talking about stress and stress hormones because I've been doing some research 
Um, I follow a guy called Dr. Joe Dispenser, and he talks a lot about sort of the brain and stuff. So I was neuroscience, so I was getting really, and I still am interested in neuroscience. And he was talking about stress hormones and the impact on the body and physical health. And so I I kind of made it, I kind of was on this mission really, trying to help people to become more aware of this and and looking for ways for people to be able to identify these stressors and I think in the work environment depending on what kind of work you do you can be dealing with stuff on a day-to-day basis and that your stress hormones you know are constantly being triggered and I'll probably need to, a whole episode to talk about this again and I won't mind talking about it again I probably have to to go to the audio book and listen listen about it again to remind myself so that I can talk about it yeah that'd be good to do actually because I've missed that so all the things I was wanting to talk about today and I was sometimes I try to rehearse but it doesn't work these days because once I start talking I just cannot pull back that information sometimes I'm mid-talking thinking about something what happens is I'm, I'm thinking about something about what and then I completely lose it and I can't get it back and I'm, I'm in the middle of the thought and I don't even know what I was thinking about I think one of the things that's really helped me when I do these when I started doing this when I started ah, one of the things that has helped me doing this daily audio journaling is me just talking. I wasn't I didn't used to be very comfortable just talking. I, I had to know exactly what I was going to say, rehearse it before I said it, sometimes write it down. And that's why I wasn't very good in meetings because I always felt that I, you know, I needed to know exactly what I was going to say. But doing this on a day-to-day basis just got me into the habit of just talking. And even if I lose what I was thinking, I just carry on. So that's something that's um, that has benefited. I think that's a benefit because when I am talking with people and I'm in a group, I'm not so fearful now about losing my thought and I'm I'm just so used to just talking and just going in the direction of my thoughts yeah so 30 minutes just checking um yeah and I I I post these and I'm publishing them now Oh, it's on, it's on, I'm now on iTunes, 
uh, and I didn't realise I'd get distributed. I, I, I record this and I upload it to. Oh wow! There's two schools chasing each other around tree trunk. <laughs> How sweet is that? Can you? I don't know if you can hear this, the little pause. <laughs> Let's stop now. It's like they're hiding from each other. That is so cool. Hear those birds. Okay. Just recording. Recording. Yes. So, recording. I record, yeah, so I record and then I upload to a platform called Anchor, uh, so where you can upload podcasts, you can even create the podcast. I could talk directly into the Anchor app, but I don't, I don't do any editing because my view is that um this is no different to me just sitting and writing into a physical journal and I would just write my thoughts and I'm kind of trying to keep to a subject or subjects that hopefully won't cause any any issues and stuff and so yeah so I upload it to Anchor I have an intro uh, it allows me to stick my intro to the beginning beginning of it and then I I schedule it to be posted so I'm I've got about two months worth ahead so by the time this particular episode is published it'll be two months around two months from today so it's scheduled and Anchor automatically um, distributes it to other podcast platforms. And this is all done for free. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? And, uh, and there's a couple you do manually. So I think I've, I've Googled last week or the week before how to put it on iTunes. I wasn't quite ready for it to go on iTunes because I think most people know iTunes and I'm still kind of hiding a bit. <laughs> I am still... You think, you're hiding, you're publishing this? And I hide, yes, I'm still hiding a bit. And so I think I had started to do the process to put it on iTunes and then I stopped because I still wanted to do a little tweaky thing. <laughs> And, and and so I did my tweaky thing, I think, last week. And so yesterday, one of the things I did do was I thought, right, OK, I, I feel ready for it to go on iTunes. So I went to put it on iTunes. I had to find out how to do it again, of course. And then I tried to do it, and then it failed. And I thought, oh, it's failed. It's rejected me. I thought I'd been rejected. But then when I checked, it's because I'd already done it. 
Oh, there you go. So I went onto the uh, the app, my app, and there it is. There is my podcast. Oh my gosh. And and then I was trying to look for it with the search chronic illness, and it wasn't coming up. And so and when I looked, because I've I've, I've titled each of the episodes. Um, viral meningitis recovery journal and in the description I will share sort of an idea of what I talk about in that episode it's a bit noisy up there and I need to stop oh okay uh, uh oh no um description yeah it, I put in the description so I in the description I in the description what I'm talking about and I realized as I was falling asleep that, oh, I need to, in the title, put what I'm talking about. So that when people, because all, all you see when you scroll through is one viral meningitis journal. Viral meningitis, so you don't know and, unless you read the description. But the title needs to have um, the subject or the topic. And what I can do, this is so clever, I can just go into my anchor update the title and it will automatically update on the other platforms <laughs> it's so cool so uh, I've just turned around and I'm, very, I'm not at the highest point here but I'm at a very high point and I'm just looking over there's a, a green space in front of me surrounded by woodland beautiful it's a bit noisy behind me, but beautiful. And there's all this greenery, and this is going to change over the next couple of months, of course, as the trees do their autumn thing and release their leaves and take a rest. And there's one tree just sticking out that's obviously died because it's got no leaves or anything on it. And they've obviously cut some of the branches so it looks statuesque lovely I might take a picture although it will not it will not actually give it justice so I may not take a picture anyway um, this will be published um, so you'll be probably listening to, listening to this on one of the podcast platforms depending on what app you use. Uh, I, I, I have a Facebook, Facebook group of the same name, Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness. And really my focus is sort of a bit of support and sharing um, some of my own financial education because for me it is about peace of mind 
and my big thing is having an emergency fund so that's the thing that I keep pushing and especially during this pandemic people have really really understood how important it is to have an emergency fund I don't think that will ever 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 change so that, that's kind of my focus really because it's it's helped me so much and uh, I'm on Instagram as well and uh, Freedom at 55 Project because that's kind of my umbrella really so yeah reach out to me reach out to me check out what I'm doing and I'll speak to you soon